Welcome to the Extraordinary Quest with Bogie and Chas. Today is January 30th, 2021. We are really excited and looking forward to traveling with you through this amazing journey. Bogie and I, for episode one, thought it beneficial and somewhat important to introduce ourselves to you. Give a little background as to why we're here. Future episodes will be much more topic-driven, although we will each bring our unique perspective, as well as the many guests that we are thrilled to introduce you to. So the question is, how did we get here? Bogey, let's start with you. How did you get here? Well, first of all, uh, I want to say hello and thank you for listening. Um, I have been very hesitant to tell my story. Um, so... I did want to tell my story and let everyone know how I really did get here. Um, first off, I'd like to start out saying that I was kind of a normal, what I considered normal, I guess, a middle class upbringing um, child that was going to a public school, living in a rural area. Um, I had what I considered like a normal teenage childhood, trying to figure things out. And by the time I reached my 20s, I thought I had kind of found my way. I wanted to become a successful, successful film actor and a model. I always felt like I was really more of an actor than I was a model because actors were kind of what, when you didn't really fit into a mold and you could kind of do anything else, and I always kind of liked that concept. But by my early 30s, I kind of knew I had to make this jump where I was either going to be a for real film actor that was successful or I was going to be somebody who was really um, not going to. And so for whatever reason, I didn't make the jump. And I think at the time I thought it was fear. But little did I know, there was so much more in store for me that I had no idea. Um, so by the time I was, um, like I said, my early 20s to my, er to my 30s were kind of focused on all the stuff I felt like was really guided about myself and everything was about myself. And then um, by the time I was 33 years old, I'd had one of the worst years of my life. I had a nervous breakdown. I had literally felt like I had was starting to lose everyone and everything and I still couldn't understand why this was happening. Like it was somehow falling apart faster than I could grab a hold of it. As I went further down this rabbit hole though, I had actually started simultaneously to understand there was another rabbit hole that I had discovered. And again, this at this time it was like the best of times and worst of times, it was such a parallel that I was in the worst place in my life, which was obviously going to the, lead to the best place. But at the time, I didn't know that. I think spiritual awakenings are often like that. The hardest You're in this horrible parts. dark place, and then you realize later, you don't even realize when you're in it. Right. It's like you have to be brought to this point. It was, for me, it was like I had to be brought to the core of who I was and be broken down to nothing just to see that, who, just to find out who I was. I guess that made so much sense later, but at the time it didn't. I was beginning to awaken to all these really important things. And as I listened, or like I guess began to listen to a couple of really good radio show hosts or the conference conference um, like author hosts that I had been listening to, um, I realized I was being like activated to this information. Like my mind was working in a way it had never worked before. And this was like completely transforming to find out that there was like an entire side of my mind that I wasn't aware of. Just like there were entire sides to myself I didn't know about. Big parts of myself. I found out I had lied to myself in so many ways. I wasn't fully living by God-like principles like I thought and even believed I was. 
I had no idea what life was about. And when I look back, I feel bad for what was to come of me if I had not wisened up. I agree. Around this time, I asked myself, you know, what was so strange is around the time I had asked, it was like I'd asked the universe, is this all there is to life? And then ask and ye shall receive. That's what kind of came after was I was, it was like an asking, I guess, maybe for me or my soul. So then I started to get answers. So one thing that also occurred, which was something that I have never heard of, was there was a girl that I was a, was a friend of mine, and uh, you know her as well, mm -hmm. and we were all friends, you know, for a long time, and that, that had, um, I guess, seemed odd or different to me because I haven't heard about any two people going through spiritual awakening simultaneously, but this girl had gone through one approximately 11 years before, but then her second one was simultaneously going through things with me. And a lot of the new information that we would get or when the information would come in is what I would call it. She would be getting a lot of the same information at the same time, whether we were together separately. And it always seemed to be within several days apart from one another, we would get this information. So this was like a supernatural, you know, telepathic thing going exactly. on. Exactly. So not to mention just that we barely had anybody to talk to about, so we did at least have one another to talk to things about. But um, it was a truly, it was truly magical. Like the way we were learning things, um, the experiences, the journeys, all the things that we were experiencing. And so it was just, again, like it was really, I guess, neat to find out that you know you weren't the only one. So it was um, really cool. But sadly, at the end of our, some of our, I guess, of our most powerful. Um, I guess lessons from our awakenings we parted ways as friends and life did take separate paths for the both of us and you know that's one thing that's why I never really want to tell anyone else's story if there's someone in my story and I need to include them and it's like essential I completely will uh, but I realize it's not necessarily necessary for you to tell every detail of your story unless it's like you know helpful to the listener also I felt that a lot of this information is supposed to be meant to for like safekeeping and I see why like other civilizations uh, in the past really tried hard to keep some of this information safe and I do see why uh, one of my guides or who I was as uh, someone I really look up to who's an, an amazing resource um, has mentioned only giving you spoonfuls of information at a time because one could potentially kind of be overwhelmed or I guess they say you could go crazy if they took in too much information this quickly that changed I guess like so many of your concepts and beliefs and the, just the way you think in general and the way we're kind of conditioned to think. So for the first time ever, I was getting answers. Explaining it to others, however, was still something I couldn't find the words for. And if you knew me around this time, a lot of people would have said that I may have had a walk-in. That's what it may have seemed like because I had seemed so different at the time. And a lot of people who aren't familiar with what a walk-in is, uh, we will probably talk about that in future shows. Uh, but it seemed as though somebody had kind of taken in where I had left off, I guess you could say in a sense, where I wasn't able to do so as part of my purpose, I guess. Um, but for whatever reason, I was meant to be separated from everyone. I was separated from everything. I went through an incredibly unattractive phase. Um, it was not the prettiest picture. And so basically, um, I couldn't see my life was worth living. I basically got to a point where I was... 
I had lost everybody and everything and I couldn't understand why this was happening to me, but it was also simultaneously being shown to me how I wasn't doing the things I was supposed to be doing in life. And so my mind was working differently. So I had no idea that my life was based on society, its functions, how we're conditioned to be, what's expected for us. We're really just beings on a planet. And I think God knew that I had reached a point where I was tired and I wasn't going to make it. And that's why I think that God helped me and literally um, showed me that that's that if you know what life really is about, then it is worth living. And at least you have been, if you've ever been given an inkling of the truth, you'll know that. But if you could close your eyes and picture yourself totally alone on a planet, no buildings, no structures, just you and nature, that image, I think, reminds us that we truly are just spiritual, supernatural, sixth sense beings on a planet. It now makes so much sense to me as to why knowledge and preservation of it is so important. And so we can bring it to the next generations of everybody on the planet or the other people who need it so they can change from within. I understand, too, that if you want to make a difference, you have to sometimes go through the experiences, lessons, evolve as human beings on the planet Earth, obviously, to, in order to help other people. And I think that's why we're here. Um, so learning to properly use my mind, learning that myself and everyone else has psychic abilities, that we have a purpose, that we don't or haven't been given the facts or truth about what life is about or the functions of the planet and the universal laws that pertain to it. I had no idea how simple yet, I guess, complex the universe actually is. Through our minds, anything's, it's, anything is possible. Telepathy, the functions of our mind, it's like we are walking computers that are meant to take on so many experiences, learn lessons, knowledge, evolve as a civilization. So what led me here is not just the feeling that it's something that's meant for me to do, but it's also that the time is right to talk about all the subjects, my personal experiences. And as you know, this is like one of the first times ever we're talking about these things, so it's very liberating. Absolutely. It definitely is freeing when you're able to understand yourself and how all of us are really working together in reality, like reality, reality, not like you said, the societal conditionings that we've all experienced to bring us to this point. True. So basically I just realized I had a purpose and was given a glimpse as to what life was really about. And I wanted to share that so that hopefully someone else or, or people who are going through spiritual awakenings or changing their lives, transforming, they'll have an easier time finding their path and hopefully they won't have to experience it or have as much pain as like I did or maybe you did. Um, so I think we have a bigger purpose and that we're supposed to do that. But for now, I feel like we're supposed to talk about it. And so years later, here I am. I'm a changed man, finally started living the way I feel like I'm supposed to be. And after I realized that, um, I realized I would be one of those people leaving behind information for the people of the planet also. And I also feel like that my, even though I felt like my life had been planned at some point, I had no idea that it was coming, that I was going to have a spiritual awakening. And then that's when my life, I guess, kind of really started. And I started to take the steps, I guess, baby steps for the first time in my life at 33. So that was... It is like starting over, a new birthday almost. It was like a new, it really is like a rebirth as a human being. But I felt grateful and humbled and fortunate that I got to have that, you know, another Absolutely. chance, I guess, in one lifetime. Absolutely. So, 
Jess. Uh, I know I feel like I'm rambling on, but no. uh, so I do want to ask. I'm so interested. I love how did love you get here? Because we had kind of lost contact for a little bit, right? Um, during that time, right? We, you like you said, people go away. Sometimes it can seem like um, an ending in some ways, and that you lose people. Um, but I guess those people that you were meant to not lose will always come back around, regardless. So, so a little bit about me. I've always been an intuitive, and I use that term in quotation marks because I believe everyone is at some level intuitive. I always refer to it as I have a feeling or I just have a feeling, and I used to trap a lying boyfriend in high school that um, I felt something was awry. I'd get that feeling. <laughs> I vaguely remember that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You remember almost all my boyfriends had a problem with our connection at some point at that age. Many simply just did not understand it. Only we ever did, really, I think. Yeah. So, but I'd feel it in my body, like he'd lie to me, and my throat would get a tightness, almost close up. And so I would make up a story to trap him and to get him to confess. <laughs> <laughs> like, I didn't know, but I knew. So now, of course, I understand that our bodies have these energy centers, chakras. Ah, uh, yes, the chakras. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and discovering that we can use these to actually dissense or discern. And discernment wasn't a word I learned until much later in life. Oh, me too. And it's kind of crazy how we come across this information. But these energy sensors that I call them that help us discern what to do next or what's the right path for us. But, you know, they don't teach you these things in school and certainly not in church. No, it definitely won't be taught in church. I cannot really connect with any religion that perpetuates an overall condemning concept or premise. Well, Chess, I already know you, how you feel about religion, but your take is unique. I'd love for you to tell our fellow journeymen out there what, what you feel about your... So, you know, I was not raised um, in religion at all. For all labels and purposes, I guess, I was pretty much um, raised pagan, or pagan Wiccan is kind of how my family identifies. Um, however, even as a young, young child, I always felt an inner calling to belong in a church, to develop a relationship with Jesus, and be baptized, and I did that when I was 14. Before then, I was a little kid on the church bus, um, hitching a ride to vacation Bible school, and I just get on and go by myself. We both did that. Yeah. Sometimes I'd hitch a ride to Sunday school with my neighbors who lived behind. So I always had this longing, which was kind of unexplainable, since I hadn't had any direct contact in my family, except for my step-grandmother. She was probably the first person to introduce me to Jesus and take me to church. But it was funny how, as I grew into adulthood, my perceptions changed. I started recognizing the hypocrisy of other church members, which actually turns a lot of people away from the church because they believe it's a representation of it. And that's exactly how I saw it. But in my 20s and 30s, I did many things and pursued many avenues to happiness. I birthed a child. When I was 20, pretty young for this day and age, I got married when I was 21, divorced, remarried, gained an amazing bonus family. Um, we raised four sons, and we had a daughter, Daisy, 
And around the time I had Daisy, I had found myself again questioning who I was. I had a strong desire for Daisy to be raised in church and have a church family. And at that time, a very strong spiritual battle ensued in my home. I was forcing my husband to attend church with me. We were fighting every Sunday about it because he didn't want to go. And also during that time, I was experiencing incredible awareness of truth and becoming aware of my manifesting capabilities. I was very much into Bible study at that time, more than I ever had been, and also spending time in meditation and just being very open to the universe and to God, essentially. Right. This led me to a life-changing trip to California with my friend. We were going to visit another friend who we'd lost contact with for about 17 years. I reconnected with them, and depending on your perception or belief, we could consider miracles to have happened, or if your perception is that it was just simply powerful manifestation. That is um, how, how it happened for us. We went, we had incredible manifesting experiences. I was unexplainably manifesting and also leaving record of it on our phones. I also discovered that whereas I had previously been so confused about my desire to be a messenger and a servant to Jesus, however, also being connected very much to my pagan roots, I was able to reconcile that during that trip and said, I just gave myself permission to be myself, actually. I think you described it as bringing you closer to your purpose and yourself. Yes, I know exactly. When you receive the peace of accepting and surrendering to every part of your journey or quest or lesson, whatever you want to call it. Exactly. I said it doesn't really matter what society believes. If it believes I'm a walking contradiction, so be it. I'm a walking contradiction then. I'm a pagan. I'm also a Christian. And pagan Christian is a thing. There are other people that identify as pagan Christian. I can believe in crystals and energy and manifesting. I also learned that Jesus was a median. Jesus was a healer. He manifested. He did all of these things. We are created to be like that. So I was reconciling all these things and I was learning. I was really putting things in physical form. And when I returned from that trip, and Daisy was not yet a year old, I knew my eyes had been opened and I knew that I had no boundaries. I returned to my home with no boundaries. I also discovered a piece that I'd never experienced before about me. I knew everything I had experienced had brought me to this point and everything going forward would be magical just the same. Before that, I had kind of believed I missed my calling when it came to my profession. Like I said, I've done a lot of things. I graduated college with a business degree. At one time, that's what I wanted to do. I wanted to be a mortgage loan officer. I became a mortgage loan officer. I became successful and wealthy in my profession. I did a high volume, millions and millions of dollars in loans, and I made banks lots of money. But... It never fed my spirit or my soul. I was stressed out. I came home. I was not the wife or mother or person really that I wanted to be at all. And something just felt out of alignment. So without any real backup plan, I left that job. 
And that was before I had Daisy, and I would have never had her otherwise. She wouldn't be in my life. So all these things have culminated into this time where I was content with my family life, with my career. I felt I needed something. I missed my calling. I always said that. Some of my family members said the same thing to me. I knew I needed something creative. I always wished I would have done something like fashion design or hair and makeup artist. Yeah. I, now that you mention it, I could always see you in a role like that too. But, you know, now looking back even today, I believe that you can never really miss your calling. We can't. As long as we're on earth, we're always able to realign with our purpose and find that calling again. I think you're right. Anytime we hear that inner voice telling us or we have that feeling that tells us what, what we want to do, what sparks our fire, what is our passion, we're able to realign with that. So that's where I thrive. I like to help other people. That's something I did like about my mortgage job is that it was great to help people buy their first home or help someone that had bankruptcy to reestablish credit counseling. And that kind of thing was fun to me. I didn't directly get paid for it, but I enjoyed it. And that's kind of where with us and our why, you and I, we want to do our part. Um, Bogey, your path led you here and we've right. been led here by the universe, bringing us together at birth. Um, our parents were best friends and literally I came here <laughs> one year before you through the, uh, cosmic porthole. And, um, so we want to do our part. We've realized that there's so much information that's being repressed and needs to be shared. Well, the conversations that we were having during COVID, you know, COVID gave a lot of people a lot of reason to complain and argue. Those are a whole bunch of subjects in, in themselves. But instead, we decided to do what, we decided that we wanted to see the opportunity there and we wanted to start talking on the phone. So during COVID, we spent on the phone daily, literally hour, hour and a half, two hour conversations, hours. like every single day, catching up and discussing all these topics we didn't seem to be able to discuss with anyone else, or at least not very many people who would understand. Um, so a lot of the same information, or at least complementary information, from completely different resources, we found that we had been studying and discovering a lot of the same things along our paths, uh, although along, along the same things, like our paths couldn't have been more different, but yet they were exactly. still crossing or whatever. So that was interesting that we were both getting a lot of the same information. From totally different sources. Yeah. So there we go. We felt it was our calling. We needed to do our part for the greater good. Um, we realized all this information needs to be shared. Other people are having these crazy, weird, amazing experiences too. And let's all talk about it. So we just said, let's do it. So let's create this open forum space where we can discuss all kinds of topics from energy and vibrations, spiritual awakenings, ascension uh, to aliens, psychic abilities, and belief systems and beyond. So we look forward to introducing you to some of our friends and mentors. There is a wealth of learning our guests offer, and we are more excited than anything to connect with the rest of our soul family out there that we have yet to meet in this lifetime. So send us your stories and questions. We're so interested to hear your experiences via email at theextraordinaryquest1111 at gmail.com or follow us on Instagram the Extraordinary Quest on Instagram, Bogey, The Extraordinary Quest 
or Chas, The Extraordinary Quest, both on Instagram. Thank you for joining us today, and please tune in for our next episode where we will be discussing basic entry-level energy information and sharing helpful tools to raise vibrations.